Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Open Poetry on La Cosa Nostra Radio. La Cosa Nostra is a family unit located on allpoetry.com. Allpoetry.com, the world's largest poetry community. want to thank Kevin and the crew for giving us a place to call home. And without further ado, let me bring on the boss herself, the virtuoso, Boo. Hey, Boo. Oh. <laughs> How are you? That's an embarrassing day. I'll, I'll tell you what, but that was so smooth. I love it. <laughs> I, I saw Thank I you. saw Matchbox Twenty a few years ago. Yeah, and incredible, incredible concert. They did that song too, and uh, I was just blown away by by the entire concert. We were in the middle of a of a thunderstorm, and Counting Crows just got done playing their set. 
and the thunderstorm hit, and they were worried that they were going to have to cancel it. And all the uh, uh, a lot of the power and and uh, generators and everything got knocked out and everything like that. And we ended up getting everybody had to go into the casino where this was happening at. So we all all these people super wet and muddy hopping into a casino. And then uh, it turned. They turned around and they finally had a a, mi- a mini set for as long as they could, and they played for as long as they could, which was pretty damn awesome. Just an incredible, incredible concert. You and I want to say that song you did absolutely perfect, amazing. Thank you. And without further ado, the number one for tonight is drum roll, please, Chris. Hey, Chris, welcome. Hi, JCA. Hey, Chris. Hey. How are you? Wonderful playing as always. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. (laughs) Absolutely. And I want to welcome to the show the person Chris, I think, beat by about 10 seconds. Which was uh, Sour. Hey, Sour. I am happy. Hello, Chris. Sour. Welcome back. Hey, Sour. Hello. Hello, welcome back. Hi, Booth. This is everyone on the board. All right. And we're going to continue on the phone lines. And welcome to the show, Dave. Hey, Dave. Hey. <laughs> Hi, Jay. Hey. I want to just say something hey, about uh, Booth's play, and that was goddamn kick ass stuff. I really like the way you did that. Outstanding. <laughs> and and I think uh, Boo, I think Boo's face is burning more and more as we compliment her. <laughs> well, that's okay. You, She's, it's deserved. It's well deserved. No, that one I feel. I feel that one. So, thank you, Dave. Yeah, definitely yeah, well deserved. Gets better and better. But, let's mm-hmm. welcome to the show Raz. Hey, Raz. Hello, JCA, boo. How many crows okay. did you count that night, JCA? That How many what? <laughs> How many crows were you able to count with them? I'll tell you <laughs> what. Uh, I, I do not think that, that lead singer for Counting Crows has left the 1990s. I, I'm dead serious. <laughs> okay. I, I think I think he's on the same, uh, on the same uh, acid, acid hit as he was back then because... <laughs> He, he was totally out of it. Um, I know that they played, uh, oh, what was that song? Right Now? Right they played Right Now. For, they had to have played it for about 20 minutes. He he wouldn't stop singing. <laughs> he well, wouldn't right stop here. singing. And eventually, eventually kind of got, kind of got old, but we were like, was that the same time? Counting crows that we always are, always knew. And uh, let's go ahead and continue on the phone line and welcome to the show, Wayne. Hey, Wayne. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming. Hi, Wayne. Hey, hey Wayne. Wayne. Hey, Wayne. I'm trying to get there. You got the doorbell ringing, Wayne? Come here. Bangers are Come in now. <laughs> come in, come in. Okay. There I am. Hello, hello. There I am. I just there you up. are, Wayne. I just woke up. I just woke up. Yeah, I woke up and I came here trying to put everything together real fast. I went fast enough. So I'm ready, I'm ready now. How you doing tonight, Oh, Jay? you're good, brother. 
You're, we're doing good. We're doing good. It's a, it's a wonderful night tonight. And we're looking forward to some amazing poetry. And I'll tell you what, uh, with Tila out on the board, hello, Tila, good to hear, hear from you out on the board. I think what I'm going to do is we had um, a special project here, and I'm going to I'm going to lead the the show off with this special project that was put together uh, using Tila's uh, lyrics, and then turning around and um, and I sent it. I, I wrote some lyrics, and then I sent it all off to Tans, and Tans created something that was pretty amazing. So uh, here's a little uh, a little song uh, project called Raining. Hope you all enjoy it. It's raining, pouring down. I smell of rose lingering. Sneaking in on it and sounded good to me. I liked it. I was pretty good. 
It's, a, it's different. I wasn't expecting one exactly as I can, but it, it was good. It's raining. It's pouring down. It's, 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 it's catchy, isn't it? I tell you what. Yeah, it is. So I didn't, but I was uh, thinking it. <laughs> Salwa, I know you've heard it. You, you uh, listened to it on YouTube. So what do you think? Yes, I got the privilege. I, was, I really loved it. I, I put a comment on YouTube. It's such a beautiful surprise. I really enjoyed it. Um, started with very tender and soft with um, Sheila and then ended up with a sad tone with JCH. <laughs> it was really, the, I mean, Tans did an amazing job with the music. All of you, it's just perfectly done. You never would know that was put together, not like piece by piece. I would thought that we'd done it just once together. It's beautifully done. And the background of Sheila, the echo, like almost like an echo, just beautifully done. Truly enjoyed it. Well done. Bravo. Yes. Bravo. She, she lingers. She lingers during that song. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, what do you think? I think it was very catchy. And I, I really like the echo as well. Um, the first half with that smooth sound and the second where the bass comes in, making it more intense, but that was done really well. Oh, thank you. Dave? Yes, sir. I, when I started listening to the lyrics, I thought they were singing about the Pacific Northwest because it's raining up here right now, and it always rains. Anyway, um, yeah, it was really nice. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's really, really relaxing. Uh, it has a, I noticed that when I was listening to it. It just, you know, just made me kind of kick back a little bit. And um, I think that's the, anytime you elicit any kind of a remote, an emotional response, whether you're a poet or a musician or both, uh, in, in the person, that's exactly what we're trying to do. And that's exactly what this did. Uh, it's a brilliant combination of uh, writers and uh, musicians and stuff, you know, and, and I thought it was really neat. Uh, it's a great idea, you know, so. My thoughts I, think, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be happening a lot more. Uh, I know that there are other people that have been experimenting with this and everything like that, so I think we're going to be passing around a lot more music we got some excellent, excellent people that are working with the production side of the house. So I'm kind of excited to see where, where all this goes. Now, before I get another comment, I want to uh, welcome to the show Rose. Hey, Rose. Hey there. How are you? <laughs> doing Hi. good, doing good, doing good. Good. Hi, Rose. Rhett. Hey there. Hi. Rhett. Hey. <laughs> happy birthday. Rhett, what? Happy, happy birthday. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this Thank is a uh, fresh burst of uh, flowers in springtime. It has that uh, renourishment quality, the lyric of how you feel when uh, you can seep in the soil of the earth from uh, all the rain and uh, kind of let yourself go into the homely sense of uh, what there is with that weather at least with the lyric. And uh, as to the background drop, I heard this before there was the music, and now it's all that more uh, different, uh, an almost separate work of art when you 
throw in some bass and guitars that you have a kind of a form of modern uh, relaxation music or modern jazz. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Cool comment. Thank you. Hey, Boo, what do you think? She must be pulled away at work or something like that. Boo, are you there? Thought I heard her faintly, but all right. Well, we're gonna move on from here, and uh, we're gonna Chris. I'm gonna have you go ahead and read your poem next. Well, this is gonna be a hard one to follow up from. I hear you Okay This piece is called Blaming is Toxic Hating and blaming Whole communities Because someone else said so No longer peace among the people These past two years a joke What happened to avoiding violence Now everyone flips their shit They blame one race And in a way, they're right. It's everyone's fault. For no matter what we look like, in the end, we're all human beings. Human beings who don't want to see beyond what they understand. At least understand this. Blaming others is avoiding taking responsibility. The truth is people aren't being responsible. Masks not worn too damn often. We want to move past it all, but to be over but do nothing to achieve change. Drop the blame, quit the violence, embrace all, and take others into account. And Paul. Amen, 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 brother. That was yeah. excellent. The, me- the message is spot on. Uh, people do need to take responsibility for what they're doing, their actions. Um, I kind of rem- um in a conversation earlier today about people at my work and uh, talking about how a lot of them just are there uh, and expect to get promotions just for being there and not do anything about it. Mm-hmm. It's just because they've spent a lot of time on the job. They, they think they deserve it. When they get pit, they yeah. get uh, really ticked off at someone who comes in and actually does the job and works hard <laughs> and, uh, you know, kind of... Uh, gets rewarded for their hard work. You know, it, it, it's it's a bad mentality that's in these days that uh, something like that happens. I mean, if you if you want to make extra money, if you want to be recognized, put in the work to do it. I, I like this message, Chris. Um, Rose, Rose, what did you think about this? Yes, um, I really thought it was well stated the way that Chris uh, wrote this as well as uh, the way he read it. And um, that's, you're right. We, we need more thought. We need more um, compassionate change. Uh, and we need to look a lot deeper down in ourselves. So I think this was really a great life. Excellent, excellent job. And excellent comment. Uh, let me get a comment from Dave on this. Yeah, I I really like this poem, too. Uh, And I absolutely agree with you, Jay, on, uh, you know, people 
a lot of people just show up for work even though they've been there or haven't missed any, very many days. They don't put themselves out, but they just think that they're owed any kind of a promotion and stuff, you know. Uh, and um, when I, whenever I was, when I was working, <laughs> um, I always strived to see to uh, see if I could do my job a little bit better. Um, it was a challenge just to me, not to Gordon Trucking or anybody else, because they didn't give a shit whether what kind of a job I did. But I cared to myself, and I wanted when I got done with something. I, I'm a professional, you know. I was a professional mechanic, and when you get through with something, if you're being paid to do it, it should look like a professional has done it, you know. And um, um, we have to stop blaming other people for for the for our own shortcomings, you know. Um, so I think that uh, I like that poem very much, Chris, and uh, I think you uh, I think your uh, thing was very timely. Your poem and um, all the lyrics that were in it were were good too. Thank you, David. Excellent, excellent comment. Uh, Salwa, do you want to say anything about this? Yes. Yes, it's a really amazing read. I'm, I'm, I'm mute now. I'm not on mute. Uh, an amazing read and so poignant. Um, I like how you voice. Uh, it's great that you voice your voice to wake up conscious and to make changes, starting with oneself. Remind me of uh, Gandhi, be the change you want to see in the world instead of blaming others. Absolutely true. If we start with ourselves, then um, we'll be better work for everyone. That I believe they call comment. that pride in your work. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Boop. <laughs> there you go. Hey, you want to say anything about it? Be proud of what you've done. Yeah. Yes. Nobody. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Boo, boo you being a hard worker, what, what do you think? You know, I mean, you know, I agree with Dave. It's about you, you know, doing a job that you're proud of and and showing, you know, what you're made of and, and having respect and doing what you're. You know, I was raised with a job. You get your ass there, you do it. You don't complain. You don't. <laughs> you know, you just do That's it. That's right. The work ethic today is so bad. It's just terrible. The laziest generation in the world. Oh. The spoiled generation. So I love your read, Chris. I love your poem. It's very relatable. I want to let everybody know I'm going to be playing with the uh, mute buttons a little bit today, so just hang in there, and uh, I will bring you in when uh, when it's your time to talk, so do not worry about that. Salwa, I am going to go ahead and put your poem on the board. Okay, thank you. Uh, give me one second to refresh. Where? Oh, okay. This is kind of a little bit different than my usual. A real warrior, une vraie guerrière. Uh, excuse me, oops, let me put on here this. What do you want me to do? I mean, sorry, can you speak? Hmm. How would you like me to go with this? You you can go ahead and read uh, what you want to read. Uh, go French and then English, that's fine. I have an idea. I'm going to let Raz read my French like he did in the other day. Case and me, the stuff I was laughing my head off. He read my poem in French when I was not there. It made me crack. <laughs> it really was funny, Raz. Hilarious. I just had to say this. Okay. Do you um, want him to read that in little... French? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I was just teasing. I was just teasing him. Okay. A real warrior in vrai guerrière. La force et la noirceur ont régné 
pourtant, les cicatrices de la vie ni ont durci la cage de son cœur, ni ont volé sa beauté douce amère. Lors de sa place quotidienne, elle guette en silence à la vue d'un petit oiseau tremblant, imprimé, avec délicatesse, elle surfile son aile. Sachant que sa tendresse est sereine, tellement désirée par les hommes, elle se lève des lobes après une longue prière. Ses yeux grands ouverts, larmes, avec une chaste candeur. Ses bras se tendent vers une gracieuse lumière, et ses pas assurés l'amènent vers un monde inconnu où la fragilité de son âme, de loin, craint le goût de l'amour. Okay. <coughs> Force and darkness reign, yet the scar of life has not hardened the cage of her heart. Not have stolen her bittersweet beauty. During her daily hunt, she watches in silence. To the sight of a small trembling bird, she shivers. Delicately, she mends his wings, knowing that her serene tenderness is so desired. And then she gets up at dawn after long prayer, her eyes wide open, arm her with chest candor. Her arms reach for a graceful light, and her sure footsteps lead her to a known world where the fragility of her soul from afar fears the taste of love and of poem. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, um, wow, I'm, I'm, this is absolutely um, beautiful. This is absolutely, um, once, once again, there's a, there's a, uh, there's a hope in it. And I'm, I'm looking at that end and her assured footsteps lead her to an unknown world where fragility of her soul from afar fears the taste of love. That's an interesting concept there at the end. I'm, I'm, my mind's wrapping around that last line, and it wants to wrap around more. So I'm going to get back to you on saying something. And Wayne, can you, uh, can you uh, make a comment, please? Yes, I can. This is a, this point is about a strong-willed lady that uh, does her daily activities, and she goes out every day, and she doesn't let the darkness affect her. She faces it head-on, and she she won't let it bother her at all. She just kind of she's a strong-willed lady, and she says, and at the end of it, she says, uh, she says, uh, from afar, she fear, fears she tastes taste taste of love, the fears of taste of love. She said, so she's just uh, she's not going to let nothing nothing bad come in her heart, and she's out there out there doing good, and she ain't letting nothing stop her. So I got out of it. Good point. Thank you, Ring. Excellent, Raz. What did you think? Yeah, I believe uh, this is on any kind of hero that exists in society. And uh, the whole point is for standing up for the right principles in order to achieve that very act of heroism. It might save a life at the time. It might just uh, be a reminder of our own uh, governing rules. And uh, it has nothing to do with the fame, but... uh, precisely that uh, inner strength or protection of what we know to be true and how it's uh, represented in the reflection of that of what we would deem to be the hero. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent comment. So here's what I'm, I'm pulling out of that last line. And um, I, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm, 
I'm absolutely, but yeah, there's there's this woman and she is strong-willed and she brings up this great immense strength persona. And but at the end of the day, there is something in her that uh, says that uh, that she has this fear uh, of moving forward when it comes to the heart. And because uh, I'm looking at that last line where fragility of her soul from afar fears the taste of love. Yet all throughout this poem, she shows strength, strength, strength. And then at the end, there's that little fear. And it was quite interesting the way you put it in there, but this that's what I take out of it is that there is this slight fear of the heart going forward. And I think that that is a powerful message, and that's a message that a lot of uh, strong women uh, face, because they, they, and strong men, too, because we put, up, we put up a front. We put up a front to uh, try to hide our emotions, hide, hide what we're thinking at times, and uh, because we don't want to get hurt. <laughs> and that's the bottom line because it, it hurts more inside than it does on the outside, especially when you're a warrior. Uh, Boo, do you want to say anything Thank about you. this? Thank you, Cecilia. I love this poem, Bella. This is empowering and, and it's gentle Ooh, and tender. And... <laughs> Did you hear huh? what I said? Boo's attitude. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, gentle and tender and it shows your heart but it's empowering and strong. It, it shows how everybody is weak really everybody at the end of the day wants to be loved and loves love and no matter how strong you are and I agree with Jay the last line is amazing it shows a vulnerability and um, about you that I love and um, it's very beautiful Sala. and you know it's empowering to all, all women you know and if you don't like a strong woman then don't fucking ask for one you know in my opinion Thank you, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, love you. Love you too. Man, we got a bunch of people that just popped up on the board. Keila Marius, Blue Birds, Patrick, Eric, Adam. Let me see if Birds is here yet. No, not quite yet. I know I see Iris on hold. Stand on hold, Irish. But glad to see you guys. Uh, glad to, to see everybody on board and around you guys are awesome and we appreciate you all hey rose you got one last comment yeah. on that poem and then we're going to put your poem on the board rose okay. is a warrior sure. princess she knows <laughs> <laughs> oh lord i i loved i loved your your poem Paula. um it it really to me it speaks about the character that's in all of us and we all have some character that we've we, you know, we project. But um, in this one particularly, uh, I could I could really feel that because in the in you're speaking about in one one stanza about um, the empathy that's being shown to a bird that's had a troubled a broken wing or something, and taking that in stride and you know doing and, and caring for the bird, and then you bring it forth a longer about, you know, getting through harder things in life. But to be a warrior, you know, you have to have certain aspects of character. 
And I really thought that this was really well done. Thank you so much, Rose. All right. There you go, Rose. You're on the board. Okie dokie. Okay. This was um, the background on this particular poem was for uh, a contest, the godfather of, uh, you know, comic art, Frank Frazetta, and fantasy art. I just love him. But anyway, it's called Summoned. And this is an illustration of this. Again, reading. Summoned. It came flowing and bellowing on night tides, bound by magics and furies, summoned in a flame, held to the turn of a page at its feet, where small, purple, and twisted things crept, waiting in the order of progress while blending into the undergrowth of soul. The pagan's deadly vision raced across time upon a spiritual tide of alchemy, rooted in the nature of all things, bracing and bronze bone. Merlin's obsessive chant danced between dreams, into dark shadows where teeth prepared to challenge his intoned and arcane muttering with the danger of audacity and pride. Smiling and leering, it appeared. Not as servant to master, despite the evocation, but as a toothful malevolent spirit being conjured from the dark side, where life spins in between the betweens upon recited chants flowing in, flying on bat wings into the mortar and pestle of a conjuration, small furry and scaly ground ground to find to exist, burned in a flash and sparkle that lights the fuse, beginning the doom that is in the spirit, creeps the face. In poem. Oh, I like this. I like this, especially the, the, the uh, meaning, you know, the, you using the word it, you know, it just, just uh, you know what it reminded me of. Hey, Georgie. I got a balloon here for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved it. I loved it. It, it had its sinister, sinister ways to it, and uh, it absolutely uh, it rocked. I, I love the darkness to it, and, and uh, people need to uh, be very careful on what they call forth from another world. You're absolutely... <laughs> Uh, Mac dab on that because they never know what they're playing with. Uh, Chris, what did you think about that one? And here I thought that we were conjuring a pot of gold, uh, but instead, <laughs> creepy crawlies. <laughs> no, um, the concept of um, uh, like trying to conjure something and then bam, you get something else. Um, the way you worded and explained that, um, tying it into the spirituality of alchemy and bringing the mythology of Merlin's obsessive, um, chart, um, all these, um, references I love. Um, that are brought together. Um, it, it's just a really good story. 
gets Thank creepy, you. and then it gets fun, and then creepy fun. There's nothing wrong with a little creepy fun, my friend. All right. And, we, know, uh, we know you like that, Jay. <laughs> okay. Hey, Dave, Dave, what did you think? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, thank you. I I really like this. There's some really good storytelling involved in this. Uh, it's very um, descriptive and picturesque. It uh, kind of reminded me just a taste of the Sorcerer's Apprentice, but um, – I like the uh, I like the second stanza here. It says a pagan's deadly vision race across time upon a painted tide of alchemy. <clears throat> you know that's the old thing of trying to turn lead into gold and stuff. And uh, rooted in nature of all things, brazen and bronze boned Merlin's obsessive chant danced between dreams into dark shadows with teeth prepared to challenge his intoned and arcane mutterings fraught with the danger of audacity and pride. That's a really neat stanza. It really, I think it sort of pulls it, the whole thing together right in there. Um, I really like this, uh, Rose. I think, I think you did a hell of a good job on it. It's just fascinating to, to, to read and, and to watch, you know, so well done. Thank you. And Wayne, what did you think? Well, I think it's a very poetic poem, and it's in its, uh, in its, in its spirit conjured up from the beyond. wasn't didn't exactly what they, what they wanted it to be. It didn't arrive as a cyst, but it, it arrived as a tooth-filled, malevolent spirit. So beware of what you conjure up; you may not get what you want. And this, is, this has a great storyline and, and a good flow, and you know, and wonderfully written. Great job, Rose. Thank you. And I'll give one more comment over to Raz. And me too, please. Yeah, there's definitely a subliminal set of verses here, and uh, this poet is capturing that uh, other place uh, where only your perception alters as to what's reality compared with the truth, and uh, you can see the conjurance of this uh, other realm uh, oh, why there's mornings uh, in the pages and ooh. how there had been that Arthurian romance uh, uh, in earlier time periods, the summoning of uh, these rituals that uh, have to try and conform or confirm that there are still presences indeed on the other side which linger and uh, try to affect the mortal realm. Thank you. Excellent comment. And uh, Selwa, you get the last thing. I agree with everyone. It's an amazing storytelling, but I see something. It's about, it's really like a metaphor for me, story that happened inside our souls, in the underground of our soul. I'd say into the underground of soul, progress while you see if you don't really, there is this danger of audacity and pride. It's such like monsters. She described them like really creepy creature. That's what I see there. And my mind takes me and think like this. I don't know why. <laughs> and um, burning to flesh and sparkle that light diffuse, beginning to doom that in the spirit creeps a pace. So it's really if you don't 
it's it's dooming if you let it take over you this audacity of pride and it is dooming if we become so proud of ourselves and uh, absolutely amazing a spiritual uh, journey inside that in the darkness of ourselves thank you my pleasure Excellent comment. And uh, Dave, I'm going to uh, put you up next. <laughs> okay, great. I really had fun writing this one. And uh, uh, I don't know, I just, uh, I didn't start to write it. I just wrote it for the hell of it. And then you guys had open poetry and I thought, well, why not? You know, stick it on there. This is called uh, Giving Auto Rank Heartburn. Feeding Humpty Dumpty Kitty's Canoe, Tyler's Concrete Hamburgers too, Desserts and Oiled Moonbeams, his media appetite for bad news, Broken Log Jam Flues, Foxy Loxy Sky is Falling, his furry ass is hauling into a a galactic black hole no no algorithm can extol, all the nonsense and bullshit from someone else's bullet. This projection in geosynchronous orbit lost all its information to M87, active galactic nuclei. No one knows why. Quantum mechanics playbook will tell you that that's not possible, even with Albert Rook, who's E equals MC squared tattooed dosable. Call sign paradox gives Paul Dirac writer's block. You guys can't do that. You'll break the dark mother's back. Easy peasy, beasy wheezy makes a girl's cry, and I don't know why. Sharpened moonbeams, lawn darts in midsummer night's lawn, bad dreams of Borges Weems. Diplomatic immunity, it seems. Facebook's leaky vessel of truth, trustworthy as John Wilkes Booth. All sorts of cute signs there, makes you stop and stare, used by folks that can't think for themselves. No words or wisdom from their own thoughts. J.R.R. Tolkien's wordsmith elves, their graffiti on walls of pirate yachts. Cub Scout tin can string phone shines on blog talk radios buzzing and crackling lines. I didn't hear the last half of your sentence. Trying to comment is your only penance. Ollie ollie oxen free, I have to pee. Behind Mrs. Persinger's hedge, just kick the can instead. <laughs> Go home when the streetlights come on. In purple-green hues, your color's all gone. Town police department's only got one car, whose chief's missing fingers are so bizarre. His patrol car, 1962 Dodge 413, snooping spotlights so obscene, lights up garbage can alley denizens, searches for curfew violators, prodigal sons, back when I was one, a real son of a gun. Uh-huh. Oh, God. You did have fun with this one. And it's got to be a 10. Is it a 10? Oh, I don't know. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. Probably not. Inquiring minds want to know. Probably pretty close. No, I like this. I like this. It's got a lot of kind of like a lot of wordplay behind it. And a lot of um, you know tongue in cheek, very cheeky. Uh, that, that's a, that's, mm-hmm. that's the greatest way to put this. This is like super cheeky, and I can see where you had fun fun in this. 
because because it does have a lot of fun behind it. Um, because you, you're just making fun of everything. I, one thing I loved about it is that blog talk mention. Uh, Cub Scout tin can and string phone shines on blog talk yeah. radios buzzing and crackling lines. I didn't I didn't hear that last half of your sentence. I didn't hear that last half of your sentence. I'm sorry. Oh God, I love this. I love this because of that. That's so funny, but it's so real. I mean, this is this is like what we have to face all the time, and that's why I put people on hold every once in a while and and try to mess around with the phone lines. I put myself on hold all the time, and uh, I'm I'm just trying my best. But they they make it very hard for us. Oh, I love it. So, what do you think of this one? Um, it's funny. Uh, um, David had a really great sense of humor. I think between him and Wayne, I don't know who's the winner. <laughs> <It's just> <laughs> they both come up with the. Uh, it, it is hilarious. The sound, the the, and it's true as you said. You see, uh, I, I would never like think about write about something like this. He really put it together cleverly and with wit and made us all laugh. Very smart. <laughs> Thank you, Selma. That's pleasure. Let me let me let me go ahead. Go ahead, Something here. Okay, so everybody's kind of on 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 the same page with this poem. Um, when I was uh, really young, growing up in a small town in in uh, Oregon, it's called Willamette, and uh, they only had one uh, patrol car on the police department, and the chief of police blew his uh, fingers off reloading uh, ammunition. And so he used to drive around with uh, his ring finger and his pinky finger and his thumb on the steering wheel of this 413 1962 Dodge. And we used to go out, we used to run around the neighborhood and play this thing called kick the can. And my parents always told me to come home when the streetlights came on. And when the streetlights lit up, there were those mercury vapor things. And they make it look really weird. There's kind of a purpley green color, and it just screwed and really was really moused up the uh, colors on your clothes and your face and everything else. <laughs> so anyway, um, th- that's just I just threw that in. There's parts of this that are pretty pretty accurate, so <laughs> and then parts that aren't. And uh, well, just. Uh lost her so we're gonna go that way and let me get a comment from Raz yes there's a sense of science fiction here with uh, what I'm reading and it's like uh, looking at the computer system knowing that it has every available word optional decided that it would grade what there is of filling out these documents because of that fact with its own automated logic or what we call auto ranking, then pursuing to see does it matter all that more if anyone really gets that 10.0. Yeah, that's a great comment. All right. Thank you. And um, let's let uh, Wayne make a comment on this. 
I said, this is a woozy, doozy, woozy, woozy type of poem that has a dizzy, silly, willy, silly <laughs> thing. It's a, poem, it's a poem that rose with humor, and you look at it, it took us everywhere. It's a hokey-pokey-dokey poem that I, I think is ditzy, bitsy, witsy, ditzy that speaks the truth that most can understand. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> Thank you, Blaine. Thank you. you that, that's exactly what I thought, too. But, um, <laughs> boo, what do you think? Oh, I like I like this. I mean, this is funny. It's sarcastic. It's it's exactly what I would imagine you writing, Daisy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> tin can. That's so funny. Humpty Dumpty's trippy canoe. That's funny. The whole thing is just so fun, whimsical, galactic black hole. Uh, all of it's so creative and and a lot of fun. Quantum mechanics you got in there. You got everything in there. Science, sarcasm, wit, humor, Facebook. Uh, Cub Scout tin can staring phone lines, no joke. Uh, I agree with you that. I think this is really catchy and clever, and did a great job. <laughs> Thank you, Boo. Thank you. You're welcome. And auto rank, I don't pay attention, but if I, 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 did, I never wrote anything. <laughs> if I did, I I'd give a I shit about it. I never get a ten. <laughs> no kidding, no kidding. All right, uh, what I'm gonna do next is. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, Chris, say it. I said, according to Autorank, my best poem is about me throwing someone out a window. <laughs> <laughs> mine's about a kitty cat. <laughs> you know, Mickey, throw someone through from the window. Mine, mine's about walking down a dirt road next to some cows. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> all right, all right. We're gonna go. We're gonna go with uh, Wayne next. So uh, everybody, hang in there. Um, yes, we're gonna. SoundCloud. Yeah, I, I saw that last second. So dark. I almost, so dark. I almost missed it. I just I found it. But here we. Here we go. Just called, not scared of the forest. See darkness coming? Will I survive? After last night, I shouldn't be alive. Barely escaped from 20 patrol. Would have eaten me after this hole. Was warned not to enter the forbidden land. Thought how bad could it be? I'm a big man. Walked in brave, without a care. And right before dusk, Ran from a bear. Lost sword when climbing a tree. I thought for sure a bear had me. Trolls scooped a bear, bit it in half. If I wasn't so scared, I would laugh. Troll was finishing meal, I ran like hell. Made inside a cave, as he got near, I could tell. Ran to a huge snake. Started to hiss. Troll reached in, grabbed the grab snake, twist. Pulled the snake out, about 30 foot long. Not for a snake, I would have been gone. Stayed in the cave. I didn't go out all day. Saw a buzzer taller than me. Wasn't trying to play. Thought best chance would be right before dark. Forest looked serene like a city park. Looked around. Then off I ran, trying to stay low. What was in front of me? I didn't know. I heard a loud noise. Up on a tall hillside. It was too late. I kept running. Nowhere to hide. I ran under a tree, except it was a huge bird. 
looked at me coldly. Didn't say a word. I took off right. Got something to pinch. Came to a dead stop. Couldn't move an inch. That's when the bird took on my leg, up to the knee. Bird raised his head, swallowed part of me. I grabbed the branch, pulled hard. It hurt to lift. It was all I could do to roll over the cliff. Landed hard on a tree branch, was dangling. Lost lots of blood, hard to breathe, strangling. Glanced around to see where I was at. Eight foot below was a hundred pound rat. Giant bird head was looking over, pissed. Rat moving in. I wonder if I'll be missed. In. Oh, oh, oh. Wayne. Wayne, what were you what were you what were you smoking last night, bud? <laughs> I gotta tell you about that. Oh goodness. So so trippy. I love it, man. All right. First of all, before we uh, get more comments for you, I love this oh, I love this story. Crazy attempt. Let's first of all welcome to the show. Verge, hey Verge. <laughs> Hello. And secondly, I don't know. I'm gonna fix. I'm 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 working with uh, everything around here, and I'm hopefully gonna get something uh, worked out. But uh, I will be putting a bunch on mute. Bunch of people on mute, taking a bunch of people off, and I'll be playing around a lot. And I also yeah. want to welcome to the show Tila. Hello, Tila. Hey, Tila. Hi, Tila. Hey, Tila. No, wait, wait. Did I get it right or did I get it wrong? <laughs> no, this is blue. Got this is wrong. blue. I get them mixed up. I get their phone numbers Hello. mixed up all the time. Hey, hey, blue. Hey. Hi, blue. Hi, blue. Hey. Hi. Yeah, I get their phone numbers mixed up, so bear with me. I'm not perfect. <laughs> I'm far from that. I'm far after from nine, that. Tila will never call. After nine, Tila will never call. So you know it's not Tila. Here's the hint. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, okay. And, How, do you know? How do you know? How do I you know. know. How do you know? I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Just checking. All right. Hey, Verge, hey, I yeah. know you heard Wayne. I know you heard Wayne's poem. What do you think? I mean, I, what can you say to that? What do you say? Like you said, what kind of herb was the man smoking? Because I don't know what to make of that. I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking now. Is this the same Wayne that was that we heard last week, or is this like his twin brother, or? Is this some schizophrenic, like, or ego? Because I'm, I'm just like the bear and the rat and the tree, and I'm like, I don't know what to say to. Apart from very interesting and very trippy, like you said, it's like we've just had a moment in Wayne's Twilight Zone. That's about as much as I can say. <laughs> oh, I agree 100% on that one. Uh, let me see where I want to go from here. Um, let's, uh, get, get a comment from, uh, Raz on this piece. Raz, what'd you think? 
Yeah, this performance can only be pulled off by the narrators, specifically Wayne Jen, because uh, you have the words there and the descriptions of the forest, but uh, when he says it himself, it's hilarious as hell. It's like knowing <laughs> if this forest is really all that scary, then why is it so completely freaking normal? Good <laughs> leave. It's normal for him. That's all it's yeah, good. Why? Hey, Chris, what, <laughs> Chris, what do you think about all those uh, all those extremely what? large animals? When, whatever you were on, I want it. Yeah, really. Uh, Share the word. Damn you. Uh, is this the same, uh, like, the same forest that Wayne, the Wayne we know <laughs> would be in? I mean, this is a new whole <laughs> way of Wayne's world. Wayne's world, Wayne's world just got more fucked up. <laughs> Wayne's <laughs> world. It's a bad place. Uh, I, I, it was. I mean, nothing was getting ready by a rat. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You're going to have a nightmare. Thank you, All Wayne, obscure. tonight. And yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna spare Sella I'm gonna spare Sella from commenting on this and go straight to Boo. Boo, what did you think? When I first, when I when I first heard the music, I was like, oh, this is gonna be good, and then I thought, oh, this is Wayne. This is gonna go somewhere, and uh, it did. This is really creepy, and you you know you get creepier and creepier. I get more and more scared, Wayne, but each poem gets better and better. I think. Your word choices are great. The, the way you set it up is beautiful. The flow is good. Your word choices are beautiful, too. It's very descriptive. It's creepy. But um, it kept my interest. It's a bit long, but I didn't feel that long either. I think it's really good. And you're scaring me even more and more every day, Wayne. <laughs> Rat moving in. I wondered if I'll be missed. That's a great ending. Oh, my goodness. You would be missed, my friend. Hey, Boo. Hey, uh, boo? Do you have a poem for us? Yeah, Jay. Yeah, but I'm, you, gonna, I'm working on it. Okay. <laughs> All right. No problem. So what I'll do next is, uh, Blue, I'm going to p- go ahead and put your poem in there. And uh, like I said, we're glad that you called. Really appreciate you, my friend. And uh, you're up. Okay. One second here, let me get to it. Just a second. I'm doing all this on my phone, so. Oh, no problem. No problem. I just have this killer headache tonight, so I'm doing my best here. Here we go. No rush, Blue. All right. Okay. I did another dedication to another poet. So this is actually um, part of a contest called Yearning for Spring. And at the same time, I made it into a um, dedication for Kay as well. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword type thing. So here I go. The name of the poem was actually called Kay's Dedication, Can Kay's Braille Yearning. Okay? Fading lines behind the screen window. The clothes are old and worn, while anxious doubt distracts winter's work days 
tiptoed the high wire with timepieces strapped, each crosswalk they see, pinafores, west wind, a cloud-blown chariot still, earth passed by wearing a blue quill of insurgencies. Porcelains burrowed the solving snows, and livid torrents lost. A thirsty watermelon sugar rain chills the pale morn and bids the driving sleets. Lotus footprints weep, unwillingly to awaken the dews for its grace. Dirt on the ankles, lace broken and snapping, ledge and cliff, butterfly salty waters shaken in their shade. Wait upon earth's trickled census, landscapes, compass, a cargo tumult with words, plucked ripe, a skies, a skies fade. Expansive atmosphere, fleecy and white, lies in the furrow, loosened from the frost, foliage, aching mist, filled eyes, hung from the red blossom shaft. Lumen perfume steals vacant fruits. Winter's hermit sits like an English rose left behind. Elderberry moon, unzip your life jacket, untouched and secretive mornings of sunflower breathe upon lanterns of rice paper, chlorophyll's draft bind. Refinements, pure fires, heavy, heavy skirts concealing legs, disconnected from the human form, beaten hands protruding from the sleeves, pushing from the skin patterned with blue veins. These clothes are my companions, only to, and they have seen my nakedness quiver as the hand touches my waist. Secrecy and the destruction of my shame loosens every power, hope, vexed extravagance, object of its flame. Primrose tufts a thousand blended notes. Airborne service clouds weave forth, fly the tempered airs. Unconfined, unbinding earth, scrubbed away with haste, the moving softness strays. Meadows swell and deepen, hung upon their bearings, a wanderer through the woods, mountain lands brocade, vapored jaded white staircase of silk, touch of bamboo strings, watching through crystal cornflower panes, sea clouds gleam, candlelit mulberries. Yearning this pilot is guiding her pilgrimage, descending where noon is past in spring, luster the faith of every flower, there is harmony. Raven's fingerless hitchhiker passed on throughout the ages, northern boughs sprouting myrrh and balm, in darkness and amid the many shapes, O oh, joyous daylight, freshness of her inland murmurings, insect wings thread a most ancient code silhouetted where the deer rustle through the twining break and the birds sing concealed at once arrayed. You sleep, stains pressed in every stitch, flowers bow softly, whispers wet substance, harp string sight, charcoal skies, swirl embers, lavender highlight, a dress of alabaster white, whose words are traces of tenderness, tripod fractured reflected flame of dusk, parchment swallowed, sunset's daylight, last of winter, for I am spring, sigh, 
luminance. And that's the end of the poem. Okay. That was beautiful, Blue. Selwa, what did you think of that? Sorry about that. Um, Sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> I'm back. I, yeah. I put myself on mute now and then. I want to just let you know, Blue, that your imagery was phenomenal, and this is a great, great um, tribute to uh, to Kay, and uh, who is an incredible uh, poet in herself. And I want to tell you, she is listening to the show tonight, so um, I'm pretty sure that she uh, she appreciates what you wrote. Excellent job. Thank you, uh, Sela. Go ahead. Oh, I I love how. Uh... Blue had this ability with it's so packed with metaphor about nature. He put in motion intertwined with nature. He take us in a promenade this time about spring blooming, and you find not only spring. There's emotion. There is character. There is a nature speak about almost like about even Cain. There you feel her presence, refinement, purified, heavy. No, not this one. Um, Expensive atmosphere, fleecy and white lies, inferior losing from the foliage. Like when I think of uh, expensive atmosphere, maybe you're talking about her, like an English rose left behind. There's, um, you always put something about the, who you dedicate to that attribute to their character, maybe their poetry, maybe something they like. And it's very brilliant because you do search first about the person and then you literally, that's how you do your tribute. And only the person who read it, who is um, how do you say this, who is dedicated to it, will understand it the most, because they can find those tributes in there. I find this in my poem that you that you dedicated to me. It's very brilliant, and it takes a lot of energy and effort to do that. And you tell us a beautiful story. Thank you, so I appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, my pleasure. Dave, what? Dave, what did you think? Um. Well, I it, to me this was like uh, reading a reading a poetry book because um, has stanzas uh, sectioned off in in numbers and uh, it seems like each one of them is a story on its own, you know, um, really uh, really descriptive and uh, colorful. Um, some choices of uh, words that I wouldn't have thought of using before. Um, that's the beauty about um, you know the these types of reads because you get to listen to other other poets' ideas and how they put things together and then it hopefully you take something away from it and um, I oh, I always do I, I'm I'm just uh, amazed about the way this one read um, I think it's uh, really a brilliant poem and I also agree with what Tella said about uh, the person that knows this poem and understands it the best is the one it's written to. And uh, um, there's little nuances and stuff like that that we're not privy to. Uh, that's between the writer and, and the person that's dedicated to. And I think that's really, really nice. And um, I think we should all do more of this uh, dedication to um, our fellow poets. You know, I think we should all read more of, of uh, or write more things to them. If you like this if you like a particular person, come on, tell them it ain't going to break your leg or anything to do that, you know. And I know. Um, it just, yeah. huh? You know, it's just, it's just, uh, 
I just think it's it's a nice thing to do, and I thought this was really nice. So that's my thoughts on it. <laughs> Very nice Thanks, comment. Dave. Awesome. Verge, what do you think? What do I think? Well, I think Dave, I think Dave said a lot that I would agree with. Salwa also said a lot that I would agree with. This is very much out of my comfort zone. I noticed that, that at the bottom there's a reference to free verse, and this poem clearly would fit in that mold. Um, but one thing I can say in a complimentary manner is that those that listen to the last couple of weeks have heard me speak about poems that reflect on nature, and this definitely covers so many different aspects of nature, um, flowers to fruits to... There's so many things in this poem. Again, it's one of these poems that, uh, much like they said, it's like, it's like you've almost read a book rather than one poem. And I think also, I have to also reiterate, uh, as a homage to another artist or poet, this is like, wow, you know, that person being carried in this instance should feel very honored to receive this level of thought, depth, and um, lyricism, actually. Because as I say, the, the language, yeah, I'm just sort of, sorry. I'm just scrolling down as I comment, and it's just like there's so many interesting references. So, very outside my comfort zone, like I say, but a very interesting read and a very interesting poem. Very interesting. And as I say, Kaysha feel very um, honoured by this homage. Excellent comment. Chris, what do you think? I don't think there's a thing that I can say that you all haven't. This was really well done. Um, I like that how you numbered each one off. Um, almost as if they were separate, but at the same time, they're all together. Um, and truly brings in a wonderful dedication to Kay. And I hear Kay's listening. So, hi, Kay. <laughs> awesome. And uh, let me see. Boo, uh, we got your poem yes. up next. Do you want to say anything about Blue's I just piece? Wanted to... Yeah, Blue, this is beautiful. You know, you're the king of tens. Is this a ten? I guarantee it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so beautiful, so descriptive. I'm sure Kay is just really flattered. Everything you write is elegant and your own It's absolutely beautiful. And what a sweet thing to do, and I agree with Dave. If you like somebody, why not let them know? It's more powerful than each other. So I think that was a great comment. Um, great job. Love this. Awesome. You're on the board, Boo. You're welcome. Okay, right. This is called Years of Musical Memories. Goes like this: As the fragile gleam of a fire is swept away by harsh winter breeze, the ember still glows in the burning desire, pulsating and fighting against destinies. 
Specks of snow softly linger on a set of ivory keys as hands toil and break to play these beautiful melodies. Scales fold the notes of every chord, frozen seconds melt in a distant hour, sharpening the blade of a metallic sword, butterflies swirl with the need to devour. And the wind roars with fury in a blitz of ash and snow, blocking each ray of sunlight in its everlasting glow. She sets her heart ablaze to play a loving seed, every Every, that everyone's happiness, he will work and toil and bleed. Piano sets his heart to blaze, melodious power predicts, produces sighs, crescendo of oceans raging anew, strong enough to bloom a flower. Oh, I screwed up the bat. And, and poem. Oh, come on, Boo. There she goes again. Oh, my God. This is beautiful, Boo. Absolutely stunning. Yeah, Absolutely beautiful. I feel. Thank you. Really? I think it's a yeah, perfect need to put, it doesn't rhyme. Doesn't rhyme. Yeah, new okay. and no, I think I it's still it. beautiful. I don't care. <laughs> it's still beautiful. You did a wonderful job with it, Boo. I, I think it's just stunning. I think it's it's so boo. It's so um, absolutely wonderful. Dave, give it give us a give us a comment. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well. What Which really way? caught my attention was uh, the second stanza oh, there. The specks of snow, snow and off the winter on a set yeah. of ivory, yeah. ivory keys. As hands toil and break to play the beautiful melodies. Um, there's, I don't, to play an instrument, whatever it is, whether it's a piano or a guitar, or anything like that where you're actually producing the sound and once you get it to the point where you can get something intelligent to come out of it, there's no feeling on earth that can describe that. And um, all, the, all the musicians that, mm-hmm. that I've been around, they all understand this and they all know it. And um, mm-hmm. I just... Uh, Pina sets her heart ablaze, melodious power produced sighs, crescendos of oceans raging anew, strong enough to bloom a flower. One of the things I've noticed about blues, blues, blues playing, there we go, a little dyslexic tongue work there, um, is that she is, she, her arpeggios as she goes down the keys, um, it shows what's in her soul and it shows how she feels the music and stuff. And, you can really tell she's into every single note that she plays. And to me, that's what this uh, poem was, uh, you know, talking about. It's, it's her love of being a musician and, uh, and, and the woman that she is. And uh, uh, we're damn lucky to have her on, on AP. And I am privileged to know her. And this, poem was absolutely lovely. I, just, I loved it. It's one of your best, I think, Boo. <laughs> oh, thanks so much, Dave. Thanks for, for everything. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. You're welcome. Raz, Raz what do you think? Yes, this poem reminds me, knowing a bit of the biography of the poet, of their own endearing love for music, and uh, phrases like haunting melodies, what there is of pulsing and fighting those distances, as well as scales fold the notes of every chord, and uh, 
You will work and toil and bleed. So all of these are different forms of finding the harmonic out of that structure of what there is with the subject and verse concerning music and uh, where one might see a desert, this uh, poet has slowly transformed it into a living garden. Thank you, Rad. Wonderful. Wonderful comment. Blue, what did you think? Um, Blue, I thought the poem was fantastic. Um, I actually haven't really heard you play too much. Um, I do apologize for that, but um, knowing um, just about how musicians um, do with with their music, um, how they um, how they take it on. Um, I I know that um, just an example um, when you play different keys, when you um, you know when you um, combined a you know low octave with a high octave at the same time, there's just something of yourself that just kind of holds that up, you know, so that people can so that people can see it. And of course, being a piano mover, I move pianos, you know one or two a week at least. So I'm around pianos all the time, so um, I do know the ins and outs of pianos quite a bit too. So um, so definitely a great poem, Boo. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Boo. I appreciate that. Thank you. Me, 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 please. Me, me, me. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm saving you. I'm saving you. I'm going to ask Chris first. Chris, you go on that cell. Okay. Um, I thought this poem was beautiful. It encaptures your love for music in a rather wonderfully flowing poem. I really like how in the beginning um, that you mentioned as the fragile gleam of a fire and in your left stanza um pianist sets his heart ablaze both in a sense of fire. I thought that was really cool. Um, and it, Thank you, Chris. It really encaptures and it doesn't measure up to your piano playing, but it really encaptures how good of, of a pianist you are. Me, me, me. Oh, thank you, Chris. <laughs> oh, I, I, okay. You'll you'll get after Selwa, Wayne. Selwa, hey, go ahead. <laughs> oh, boo! This is I love your writing recently. Classic and romantic and tender. <laughs> I, I see more than I see music. I see more than music in here. I see like a love letter to someone special, yearning, like um, burning desire, pulsing, fighting against destinies. Um, I just like melting to a distant hour, sharpening the blade of metallic sword, butterflies squirreling the need to devour. There's these words that show this passion and this desire to be with the uh, beloved one. Incredibly beautiful, like low heart blaze to plant a uh, um, loving seed every of happiness. Oh my goodness, you melted my heart. 
It's so beautiful. <laughs> it really is. See, I'm, it's it, the it, most romantic. You stop, so romantic. <laughs> you got to stop writing to uh, Wayne on these shows, boo. <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> Wayne's not getting the hint. Wayne's not getting How the hint. Give me my comment. My comment yes, says, uh, Wayne, go ahead. You're up. He's a my lucky, says, he's a lucky point, guy, boo. <laughs> this is Love a lovely you. point with lots of motion. There's lots of emotions which come from the melody her her playing the piano and setting my heart on fire. I'm sure Boo's talking about me, and you make lots of blooming flowers every day around me. Yeah, I love you too, Boo. <laughs> wonderful job. <laughs> there you go. There you go, Thank Boo. Thank you, Wayne. You finally Thank got you your answer. Get the hint, Wayne. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're awesome. so welcome. <laughs> Hold on. Come on. There we go. Verge, what do you think? I just left a comment in the in the message box, and I'm like, you see, Boo, you're there going over and over, and it's like, write things, leave them, let people be the judge. The poem reflects, as everybody else has said, your passion and love for playing the piano. It took me to, uh, immediately I thought Thelonious Monk, the jazz pianist, and I was like, this is like a written version of a free jazz composition on a piano. It felt like that to me. And that's why the original version, unlike the one that you see now posting, that ends without a rhyme, depicts and, and fits the mold of the poem perfectly. Because no jazz rhythm or jazz, free jazz piece has a, has a defined syncopated rhythm. It has differences, it has nuances, it has variance, much like any great poet does. Similar to the last poem, as I said, not my, not my preference personally, but it still works in its own way. And I think you have to allow your, your words to breathe a bit before you start to critique them yourself. But this, again, is a beautiful piece of work. And uh, uh, like I said, for someone who, I believe if I'm not mistaken, learn to play the piano yourself, this is, again, a, a, a great reflection of your creativity and your ability to do things on the fly. Because look at this, 12 minutes ago, the poem was written. Need I say any more? Good job, sister. Like it as ever. <laughs> Thank you, Virge. Appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And let us welcome to the show, Azakel. Hey, brother. Hello. Hello. How y'all doing? Hey, I know you want you wanted to read Boo's piece. Did you get a chance to read it? Yes, I did. I, I have a comment. It's uh, usually when people write about their talents in music, they sound pretentious or self-absorbed, but not this. I can feel the words you say and how genuine the message is that you create for others. So it was a great piece. Thank you, Lestat. Appreciate that. Thank All right, you for having me. Thanks, everybody. All right, Chris. Take care, brother. Thank you, Chris. You too. All right. Uh, let's uh, put up uh, your piece, Azekel, since uh, you said you need to read and run. So, getting you in there. There you go. All right. Thanks for the consideration. <clears throat> this is called Things Not Easy. Who was I to think? I had all the answers. It wasn't me alone, these cure for cancers. Holy water benedictions, 
thrice upon center, I attribute these things to an unknown mentor. Was I so vain as to believe I was found chosen? Am I the one who was from the dead Rosen? I'm at the proverbial breaking point, not to sound cliche. Where is my echo from things I so say? My greatest fear is that one day I'll stop giving. If only people knew they're the reason I'm living. So if I give you a gift or three or many more, I only ask my payment, I not be sore. How can I go on preaching, healing, and revival that I'm some straight, some prophet straight out of the Bible when under my clothes I bear a word reminder? Swear if I would heal, it'd cause me to be kinder. So silence my rapacious tongue's passion until naked and alone my body-like fashion, not a blemished one on this West of a host. They'd believe in my cure. To me, they'd toast. End poem. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. it it's got a very uh, interesting and concise message of um, having to turn around and um, kind of cleanse yourself before you can move on. Um, and, and that's a that's a, that's a problem with a lot of um, of uh, churches in the modern day is they will. They will preach to you on Sunday, and then they'll go out partying the rest of the week. And they're, they're, they seem like a very hypocritical lot. But uh, in this piece right here, I see you, you grasping for something and saying that I want, in order for me to send that message that I've been called to send, I need to go ahead and cleanse myself and make myself um, not seem like any type of hypocrite out there, like a, any other church that uh, that portrays that sort of faction, that sort of uh, that sort of vision. And I think this is a very powerful piece in that. And it, it's something that uh, a lot of those people who who want to give a message should listen to. And I really appreciate this, brother, that uh, you come out with something like this because it shows the integrity and uh, the desire that you want to have for the words that you want to put out. I think you did an a amazing job on this one. Thanks, Jay. It's no coincidence you mentioned about churches and hypocrites. I was once put under the conviction of the Holy Spirit and somebody asked me what my mission was here if I was a missionary. And I said, Mark 4, Matthew 23. And Matthew 23 is about when Jesus comes back, he takes care of all the hypocrites that are running the churches and all the false idols and stuff like that. And uh, let, let's see what else we, we can. Uh, I would love uh, Raz's opinion on this. What do you think, brother? Yes, there's plenty of spirituality with this poem. I hear from the author's note he was inspired by the Holy Gospel. And uh, what I see is someone who's uh, so inspired by the Word that uh, it's a, a testament you can see for yourself of the condition of this world and how it's been described by God to be under the influence of some other rulership that was not a 
originally his intentions for man, and only the believer would actually confront uh, those issues and try to understand uh, God's message in the book all that more greater up to the point how it's no longer a point of a literal metaphor, but the actual truth. Very nice comment, Raz. Thank you. And let me get a comment from Verge. Verge, what do you think about this? I think this poem is filled with quite uh, deep humility. That's what I hear in this poem. I hear a great deal of humility that deals with something beyond the labels of religion. It has a divine spirituality to it. I, um, I definitely have um, my issues with religion as I notes, but uh, as I say, in terms of what I heard in this poem, I heard something that exudes humility and a wish for uh, a higher understanding and dealing with spirituality. So a very, very good piece of mind. Certainly have uh, a lot of respect for what I heard today. Okay, okay. Thank you. Excellent. Sawa, would you like to say something um, about this? Of course. Uh, as you can, another deep spiritual. Um, my favorite stanza, my greatest fear is that I'll one day stop giving if only the people knew their, their reason I'm living. So I'll give you a gift of three or more. I only ask my payment, it's not to be sore. Um, I think you are this, this kind of person who really believes that your, your journey is here to help others, and you, know, you don't shy to say it, and a spiritual journey, and uh, your fear is that will, this giving for others will stop because of what's happening um, I, uh, today. It's just, and then also I agree with uh, everyone else how you have to really start to cleanse yourself first before you help others. But I, um, I think that's what I see there. We have a mission to accomplish. Thank you, thank you, Salwa. That was an awesome comment. My pleasure. Um, Boo, do you want to say anything about this? Yeah. Sorry, am I cra- I'm crackling. Can you hear me, Jay? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, sorry. Okay. Um, well, I like this because this shows how unselfish really you are. Because it says, the day that I stop giving, um, don't know the reason, you're the reason I'm living. I'm paraphrasing to my, there we go. Uh, my greatest fear is that I'll one day stop giving. It's only people know how much reason I'm living. You live to help others. You live to, to share the word and to share your spirituality and a piece of yourself with others. And if not, you don't feel alive. And that, to me, is just beautiful. Um, and then, you know, you believe in sharing your word and what you believe deeply. And, you know, you don't, like, have to shove it down people's throat. You say it in a gentle, graceful way. And um, if, if you believe in your infinite potential and your only limitations are those that you set upon yourself, that's what I see here. done very well. Nice job. Thanks, Miss Boo. You're welcome. <laughs> Wonderful comments, and thank you for thank you for that read, brother. 
Okay. Thank I'm going to have to sign off. I'll be listening, though. Okay. Thank you. All right. You take Great care. Film. All right. With that, I'm going to have uh, Stella. Can you read the next poem for us? Oh, I'll, I'll be honored. Okay. Oh, Angel. Have you Angel? Um, how do you pronounce the title? Amethyst Sky? Amethyst. Amethyst Skies. 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 Okay. Amethyst Skies by Heavenly Angel. I knew the second I met you that there was something about you I needed. For when you breathe, I can hear secrets of forever whispered on gentle breeze. And through the breezes, blowing softly neat, I miss the skies, the linger, the scent, captivate sense, thought for years. The sweet aroma of love, sweeter than an ambrosia. Take your hand in mine, daring to take just one chance, to ride upon moonbeams, to hold liquid gold sunset in palms of hands. The world moves around us like the hourglass sand. Let us not waste one grain of time. All we have is today, celestial celebration of universal proportions. As we come together at long last, dancing pirouette to the tune of heartbeat, daring to take just one chance. Chances, I'm heading for the stars, glowing as race-cut diamonds wrapped in your arms of forever. End of poem. Oh, there we go. There we go. There, <laughs> there she goes again. You know, I'm like, wow. I'm, she just, she just always does that. Always does that. Um, the ultimate, ultimate um, romance uh, giver to us. Uh, I don't know what more to say about uh, Angel's pieces, but they always, always pour that absolute romance out on us. And I love that picture. Oh, my God, I love that picture. That is such an amethyst purple. Oh, love that. I love her use of amethyst in that title because I am a huge gem freak. And, um, gosh, what a what a perfect way. I love that sweet aroma of love sweeter than a brochure. Oh, geez. This just absolutely stunning. Great job, Angel, <laughs> like usual. Uh, Dave, Dave, what do you think of that? Well, I have to agree with what you said about uh, Angel, um, Jay. Yeah, she she really uh, she really has this down to a science, you know. And um, um, yeah, I knew the second I met you that there was something about you I needed. Um, that's that's a, a really a nice line all in itself. For when you breathe, I can hear secrets of forever. Whispered on gentle breeze. Wow, you know, secrets of forever. That's a real powerful uh, brace of words there. You know, and and although all and through the breezes blowing softly neath the amethyst skies, a lingered scent captivates senses sought for years. Yeah, <laughs> boy. You know, we all have our ideas about love and and what we want out of it. And that last line in the second stanza there kind of sums it up for me. It's just captivates senses sought for years. It's kind of like saying to us, well, this is what I've always wanted, and 
and it, it this is you know this is what you mean to me and gee whiz I I sure hope we see eye to eye on this you know kind of thing and, mm-hmm. and uh, the sweeter aroma of love sweeter than ambrosia um, you know when you're really in love with somebody you know it's only happened to me a few times but when you're really in love with somebody, uh, the whole world is rosy, you know. I mean, you, you don't, you know, you, you just, 10-4 rubber duck over. Uh, you know, you just you just can't have a bad day, you know. And uh, uh, it's just, and she sums the whole, the whole thing is like this, you know, uh, the world moves around us like the hourglass sand. Hourglass of sand. Let us not waste one grain of time. Um, I'm a firm believer in that. I, you know, whether it's writing about love or just writing or or learning how to play an instrument better, um, you know, we're only on the planet for so long, and I think we should strive to be the very best that we can. Um, I'm also believe that God gave us this gift, and um, to be able to do this, everybody on this in on this show tonight is blessed with that, and um, I think we should pursue it. And I I think He would like that, you know. And yeah, I so, agree, Dave. I don't know, you know. I, I agree, just think Dave. that we, yeah, I think we should just be the best we can, you know, and do the best we can, and and then it always comes back. To kiss you on the cheek, it always does. <laughs> so hmm. there you go, thought. Dave. Awesome, <laughs> um, Salwa. You read it. What do you think? Oh, I'm gonna say, take a chance on me. That's over. Right. Hey, <laughs> that's, that's that's what she's saying. Take a chance, chance on me because she repeats the word chance here so many times. Uh, chancing. Where is it? Whoop! I lost it. Uh, she recently repeated multiple times the word chance. And if you don't t- take a chance, as uh, I love your comment, David. You really gave a beautiful comment. Um, if you don't take a chance, then you're going to lose the chance. Daring to take just one chance. Chancing is my heading to the stars. And then another one chance. I can't remember where. But absolutely right. If you don't say what you want, you know, he won't find out and you lose the chance. So beautiful. So romantic. She's mm-hmm. really... Captivating, mm-hmm. like um, soothing, and make you dream. Now I'm back in dreamland. So thank you. Happy <laughs> days. Yeah, you know, if you're gonna if you don't take a chance, you're gonna live a life of what ifs, and I hate what ifs. Yes, exactly. You know, exactly. <laughs> Beautiful comment too, Dave. I agree. Amazing poem, swoonworthy angel. All right, let me also get a comment from. Verge. Yeah, okay. I mean, uh, Verge uh, loves love. Easy now, easy, easy, easy. The, uh, the, appropriate, uh, the appropriate name, Heavenly Angel, for such a piece of verse, for the writer of such a piece of verse. They said it already, and I will also reiterate the same verse. I think the ultimate verse said it. It's very powerful, it's a great deal. The world moves around us like the hourglass is sad. Let us not waste one grain of time. 
when we harvest divine celestial celebrations of universal proportions as we come together with one last dancing pirouettes to the tune of heartbeats daring to take just one chance. Well, Boo has said it, Dave has said it, I will say it. We all need to do these things. We all need to appreciate every single second that we have in this world or this planet, shall I say. And this poem exudes, as many say, a great deal of love, a great deal of, I don't know, it's just, it just feels so warm and um, it's a beautiful piece. Very much enjoy it. Excellent comment. Boo, do you want to say any last thing about this one? Just that I agree, you know, about the what ifs and everything. If you don't take a chance, you'll never know. And, you know, she's swoon worthy. She should write for Hallmark. This is beautiful. I think there's one for her best, and I say that every time. Just gorgeous work. And whoever she loves, man, he must be the most spoiled man in America. I swear. Good job. All right. Let me see what direction I am going this time. I am going to go with Mr. Raz. Raz, we're going to put you on the board next. Does, does Big V got a poem too, Jay? Oh, yeah. I got, don't worry. I got him taken care of. I got I got everybody, boo. I got them all. Okay, just checking. My turn. <laughs> all right, Raz. You're up. You're Razzle, well. Razzle, I wanted to hear your French, Raz, so bad. <laughs> what do you mean my French? Oh, Sal said you were speaking French, right, Sal? He, yeah, he I, I repeated French. one of her poems hilarious. the other day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you go, boy. I'd like to hear that. Anyway, I'll But she's better at French. She actually studied. Here's this poem. <laughs> Revoke. Revoke. Trash patch, single bonafide threshold provocation. Revoke. Holy water, the ulterior adjacent siding of the Morse code binder lining to the flap jacket. Sewn. Blood cut drawn on the parlor door, the red eye insignia to the central portico, the open hand, a different secret religious sect paraphernalia. Blake's store was 12 keys to Rome, but give me the gun and I will show you the kingdom. Teleportation totem, speaking circle of rock cradling yore, down the southern bounds, down the black and white nor. So old we are to ignore the same mistakes and repeat them again. Savonic slave dances, the Colonel Kerosene, lamp tents, wild child of the imaginations, wildest dreams, the detective and the spook at the dive joints, hanging haunt, rehash, blowing cotton, a dream theater, a theater, a dream. Evil is live spelled backwards. Love is evil spelled in reverse. Superman is the rain pissing in the wind. Twisted love affair. The Scorpio on the bouncing, nearly collapsed, rigged monorail metro. Oh, geez, none of this was really happening. Crack photo frame of the dead daughter by a caliber shell restraining order. Jack, the boys are back in town for good and the business free. Drunk Don hangover, 7.15 a.m. Regency Genesis, the apocalypse of bridge version, have been coming soon to a theater near you. Some place... Fable destroying the conception of recognizable myth, where the ageless war shall never stop, where the restless dead never sleep, where the daylight darkened, mobbed, stifled the yawn, where the virgin sinner can't have ever vaseline wept, where the ghost ship 
of the Salise Marie drifts to icy barriers of the coastal rift, where the automated service trucks are tricking the global satellites of the exit deliverance, where Lucifer is a winged avenger, as his devoted worshippers revealed in the heretic laughing points the contradiction of physics of mayhem pumping bats slamming the moral windows when i die i will forget every last thing that came and yet has went where no one else vacated the premise proof of this afterlife halo glows fragile existence where there are no kings the darkness bids the red light at the edge of the universe to enter the galactic resistance the sacred tablet indicated the direction and the compass room is only spinning circles at the temporal inversion of its magnetic sink. Magnetic And poem. <laughs> wow. Holy, holy, my goodness. I, I'm not going I'm not going to uh, you know, pretend any anything here. Enjoy your rain while you may, Superman, for as surely as night follows day, there comes a time when even gods must die. Yeah, that's a great line right there. And uh, this is such a, 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 an intelligent, intelligent, intelligent piece yeah, because you put so much different stuff into it. You know, my mind wouldn't even think of grasping something like this or, or putting so much of this stuff in there. You make us think. You make us look. You make us You keep our attention. You, you, you jump all over it with, uh, with uh, different things and pop culture. And, and it's so hard to explain what's going around in my mind right now, but you just, bottom line, made me seriously think over and over and over again. And it's something that just can't stop thinking. I mean, when you're talking about Superman as the rain pissing in the wind, I mean, what, what, what more do you want to say than that? What more do you want to grab a hold of? Holy moly, this is a, a poem and a half. This is something that it just absolutely grabs a hold of each and every one of us and doesn't let us down. Dave, Dave, save me here. What ha- What's going on? Jesus, save me. Save me, man. Uh, I, I don't, this is over my head. I mean, uh, Raz writes beyond my pay grade here, but I love what he says. And, you know, I, if I studied it for a while, um, I, I could probably get the gist of all of it. But you don't have to. I mean, you just you, you listen to the, read this, and um, the way the timbre of his voice and the way he reads it, um, you know, it, it's it's really entertaining. Um, it's well written. Um, I, I, I wish I could write like this. You know, um, um, man, this, this is a oh god, how can I put this? This is a mathematical representation of of poetry, um, you know, on the level of uh, um, integrated calculus or something, I think. But um, there's really, you know, there's so many really cool uh, lines in this and and the way they're, uh, you know, juxtaposition to each other. 
um, drunk, gone, hangover like that. 7.15 a.m. Regency Genesis, the apocalypse abridged. Versions had been coming soon to a theater near you. <laughs> oh, man, that's that's kind of got a uh, churchy hit to it, I think. Uh, I mean, it does to me anyway. Um, I've had those folks sitting on my couch talking to me about stuff like that. Um, I don't know. This is this is uh, this is really a really a masterpiece, and uh, um, my hats off to you, Raz. You're you're really a hell of a poet. Thank you very much, Steve. You're welcome. And let us get a comment from Verge. Um, I said in the on the message board, Raz, simply epic. And this is what the only word I can really think of. But because what I just heard, what I read, it's epic, man. And um, interesting, I said yesterday I just watched uh, the new Justice League or the the, the Dean original cut, and Superman obviously does return, but after being killed, after being made to die. Um, so this poem really, and interestingly, I noticed Lex Luthor the Doomsday at the bottom of the comments. So, like I say, and this is this is another one of those poems that, as I keep saying week to week, there's always one or two more on the show that you have to read more than once, people. You can't read this once to think that you've got any concept, any sense of the depth of what all these words mean. So, as I said, great writer as epic symbol. And Sawa, you get the last say on this. Wow, another powerful, like, uh, hurt your head again kind of poem. Um, I feel it's really impressive. You said in your other notes uh, it's about metaphor, death, society, art. I don't know. I, I might not be your interpretation, but that's how I read it. Uh, from the title, revoke. The word revoke is that go of something you do, I think. Um, and... You, you think we learn as a human being from the past mistake of others. And you put it there very clearly. I think you even said it in the middle where uh, so old we are, we are to ignore the same mistake and repeat them again. Human beings don't learn from others, from the history or the past. And you give examples that start from Rome to Celtic dance to the, to the what is it called, uh, uh, people whom sexually corrupted. Uh, every possible uh, possibility, and I see it read it before you leave this earth, not about then stop doing these horrible things. That's what I see. I don't know, my mind is, <laughs> my mind goes crazy sometimes, but that's what I see there. Um, I don't know, that's what I see. And the sacred education direction and the compass only spinning circuit, because with, and this world is going to end sooner or later. So clean yourself, revoke, and learn from previous mistakes. Humanity. <laughs> Thanks, Salo. Yeah, if everything is a circle in time, then even if the world ended, of course, a new one will start sometime again after that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Where we're going to go from here is we're going to play a little sound club from Marius. So sit back. He's out listening to us today. It's great to have him. Here's I Believe. 
I believe in spring. I believe in the future. I believe in you and I believe in myself. I still believe in us. I believe in blossoming buds of love. I believe in the sunrise that reflects your smile and in the sunset that hides your tears. I believe in rivers that carry your shadows and in the forest that sings your longing. I believe in the mountains, in your power and your strength. I believe in the breeze that gently touches your hair. I believe in the stars that kiss your lips. I believe in freedom. I believe in flowers. I believe in music. I believe in colors. I believe in poetry. I believe in forgiveness. I believe in life. I believe in the resurrection. I believe in the rainbow after any storm and in the day after any night. I don't believe in hate. I don't believe in the lie. I believe in the truth. I believe for every drop of rain that falls, the flower grows. I believe that somewhere in the darkest night, a candle glows. I believe for everyone who goes astray, someone will come to show the way. I believe. I believe. Oh, this is beautiful, Marius. I absolutely love it. I love it. It brought me to one of my favorite all-time songs that I love to sing. Um, and it just uh, it just absolutely melted me. And I appreciate you bringing something like this so much. Uh, it means a lot to me to actually see someone who has that faith, that belief, and that... Uh, just that moving forward. It's, it was a beautiful, beautiful write. Um, Sal, I'm going to start with you. Oh, he's Mr. another Mr. Romantic, and his love for his wife. It's just it's amazing how he, uh, like, I believe the repetition, and he sang it really beautifully, too. Uh, the, the, I, when you believe in something, it's not only by words, it's by action, in my opinion. Um, you really feel it. You really with your eyes, with your heart, with every piece of you. And he repeated it from the start to the end. So we know you believe. That's beautifully done, really. Uh, believe in the spring, the future. You just have to have hope and believe in things in life. Otherwise, you'd be dead. Alive and dead. <laughs> There's no life if you don't believe. If you just have, like, only doubt all the time. And it's just beautiful. He has so many beautiful beliefs. Um, and it shows who, it's a reflection who he is as well. Because he say, I don't believe in hate and lie. We believe in flowers and music, poetry, sunset. He appreciates nature, appreciates freedom of humanity. Just beautiful, really beautiful reflection who you are, Marius. Just very beautiful. Verge, what did you think? I believe, man. I believe. That's what I think. I believe that uh, <laughs> I believe in these words. I believe that there is 
much truth in these words, much love, much romance. It's, um, it's simple but very effective. Um, I just like the ending as well, you know. I don't believe in hate. I don't believe in the lie. I believe in the truth. Darius, I believe in you, bro. You've got a lot of good things to do as well. Keep writing this stuff. And again, as I say, with most of these poems that reflect on love, the world needs more of it. And uh, when we get words that reflect it in such a beautiful way, all we can be is thankful and be grateful. So I'm grateful to you for sharing this. And Rez, what did you think? I believe this man believes in valuable and important and significant things which uh, had the majority seen the truth or the light or the beauty of poetry and the beauty of colors and the beauty of us uh, sharing different faiths than uh, perhaps uh, we would all believe in a better world now. Awesome comments. And uh, Dave, what did you think? Well, first of all, I would like to print this poem out, and then I would like to mm-hmm. take a piece of duct tape and turn the <laughs> turn the font around and nail it to the forehead of these assholes that are rioting and beating people up and stuff and say, hey, read this shithead and take it to heart, you know. Um, this is really, uh, really a beautiful... <laughs> This is really a beautiful poem, and uh, he's got all the right things. He believes in all the right things, and uh, even down on the bottom, he doesn't believe in hate or lies, but he does believe in the truth, and um, he believes that he doesn't believe in hate, and he believes that he doesn't believe in lies, and so uh, that's, you know, he's got his head screwed on straight, and um, I like what Sola had to say about it, too. Um, You know, she's um, has some good insight onto that, but anyway, um, I believe in blossoming buds of love. I believe in the sunrise that reflects your smile. It, the, the the choice of adjectives and and the way he puts this together is is really uplifting. It makes you feel good when you read it, you know. And um, uh, you, you know, people have lost that nowadays. It just—it seems like they go go out of their way to be mean and, and mean spirited and, and shitty and mm-hmm. hate each other and fight with each other and God, I've never said I'm you know I'm I'm 74 years old. I just had a birthday the 17th of this month and I have yet I've never seen such bullshit as as I have this year. You know, uh, yeah. I, I just yeah I just I haven't. I haven't seen that much shit, you know, and and uh, such mm-hmm. such uh, bad bad manners and and just uh, mm-hmm. people fighting and people fighting in stores and knocking shit over on the floor. You know, I don't give a damn about yeah. the store owner, you know. And, and mm-hmm. I'd like to go in there and, and catch these people and just kick them in the ass. Say go go ahead and pick that back up, put it back on the shelves, or I'll kick your ass. You know, <laughs> it's just it's just. Uh, and, and his poem. Well, I think uh, I saw Lady Trample, Dave. No shit, I saw Lady Trample at Best Buy for freaking TV for twenty, forty bucks to save forty bucks. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, 
I know it's it's just it's crazy. It is it, really nuts. Uh, but I think this is a good message for this time of year, and I'm going to try and, and behave just exactly the way this poem goes. And I'm going to, you know, and I'm not setting myself up as uh, as Mr. Good Guy and Mr. Goody Two Shoes here. But I'd like to go up to one of these assholes and say, "See, I can even say something nice to you, you shithead." You know, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, uh, really, I mean, you can know. I say, can I say something you know. to David? Can I say something to David? But David, you're doing yeah. something. You don't want to be upset with me. If you do this, then you become like them. You don't have to be aggressive. You, have, you can shower them with, uh, with kindness. Then, sorry. Kill them with well, kindness. That's Kill them with kindness. Sorry, that's yeah. how I meant. <laughs> yeah. No. no you, 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 I was just, uh, you know, Using a little emphasis, uh, negative emphasis, but I could choose. Yeah, yeah. I find that you know when I go down to the grocery store, um, I was standing there looking at at the bacon rack the other day, and this nice-looking older lady walks up to me, and she's got this mask on, and she looks up at me, and she says, "Boy, I can't decide what I want." And I said, "Yeah, I know. It's a forest. I can't see the forest for the trees." And we both started laughing, you know. And I said, um, I'm smiling. I said, but you can't see it. And she said, yeah, I can see it in your eyes, you know. And I, it, really, it really touched me, you know. And then she introduced herself. She said, well, I introduced myself to her first. I said, hi, I'm Dave. And she goes, well, hi, I'm Jenna. She says, I probably won't see you again. I said, well, you never know. And um, I find a lot of people are really looking for any excuse to be nice. You know, we've seen so much yeah. bullshit that, that I agree. People want to be nice. They want to be nice, you know. And mm-hmm. and I don't have a problem being nice with folks in the store. It, it, you know, it's fun. And whether I'm talking to a man or a woman or a kid, it doesn't matter to me or my dog. You know, um, it's it's all. You know, we, we just need to we just need to pull out of this nosedive that this that this that the world is in. It's not just it's not just the United States. It's all over the place, you know. Oh, yeah. Apathy. All right. Apathy. Boo, you get the last yeah, say on this phone. Yeah, you. I believe that Marius' wife must be so happy with him because even the music in the background is romantic, everything about it, everything he stands for, I always see him try to spread joy and love. If you just look at the name of his poems, you can tell that he's just that kind of guy and that kind of soul, and there needs to be more like that. Um, and he says that poets, the, the lyrics are a poet's tears, tears of joy, tears of distress, tears of longing. I, I wonder if he plays the piano in the back when he gets that, because um, he said the lyrics are wings that carry us through valleys of sorrow, mountains of joy. That's p- poetic right there. Beautiful, Marius. Love your accent, too. All right. Now, what I was planning to do is uh, put mine up next. Oh, good singing, Jay. I forgot to tell you, Jay. Nice singing. Thank you, Boo. Mm-hmm. And uh, this you is called Scratch. You see what Scratch- when you bust mm-hmm. out with song? That, that means they wrote a really good poem when you bust out in song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, this is a little something. I'm going to change a little bit direction, but this is called Scratching Mirrors Before a Pillstone Slab. And it goes like this. <laughs> I've scratched the mirror that blemishes my cheekbones with white whiskers and splintered fissures. 
My sight has gazed upon your ragged dew, and ears have fluttered and giggled. I am glued in place a hot gun for permanent titanium. My desert shall be made of prevailing sands slithering away with hula hands. The soldier will fade that stands stoic, a piece of granite hardened with a mineral spill. I will fight time and time will win. Still, I will never waver in my words for you. The extinguishing of my love will only come through death. I will become a chiseled name on a pillstone slab. Yet as I have breath, I will assure you have the beauty you deserve. If all walk away, I will still walk beside. If you are leaving, I will hold your hand. If I am leaving, I will remind you, you are still beautiful. And when I am withered, weak, wilting, will you see me? for what I look like or for what I have given to you. End poem. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, that's something. Sal? Uh, um, excuse me. Yeah, this is really uh, beautiful. Very stretching mirror before a pinstone slab. Um I'm, I'm sorry, just like I, I was focusing on a read, and I have to read it another time, but what I see uh, here is, um, especially, I'm glued in place of hot gun and permanent. My desert shall be made of prevailing sands slithering away with hula hands. The soldier will fade. Here, this one. The soldier will fade that stands to a piece of granite hardened with a mineral spill. Um, when it's, I think it's, it's, it's about... How who you are, what what your what your experience made you become uh, as a human being, and as a, as also uh, how you how you love how would you love someone or how you love someone? The sense of my love will only come through that. I will become you're this kind of person who, when you love, there's as they say, Rumi, love, love never die. It's going to be there. It's a stone slab. It's just nothing going to move it. Nothing going to scratch it. Uh, I have. Uh, I will assure you that the beauty you deserve. It's, it's just like I'll be there for you for everything. You 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 you, you give her the best that she deserves. Um, you will leave that she's. You leave, but not sure that she's what? Oh my God, it's so romantic. Uh, and when I'm weather weak, withering, will you see me? This is the my favorite part. Will you see me? Uh, for what I look like or what I have given to you. Wow. This <laughs> is like really, like women, women, are, we are weird, right? Boy, we are so weird women. <laughs> Don't you agree with us? Uh, with me? Like we, we, um, we, I think like you really give her, to give someone what she wants rather than how you look like physically. That's just brilliant. I mean, I'm just like speech. This is really beautiful. Uh, it shows who, how uh, tender and romantic you are. Very beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Razzle dazzle. Definitely. This uh, says plenty that uh, beauty is not some concept of what we perceive from a visual sense. What you have here is uh, dignity, which is 
one that only comes from learning respect uh, on a deeper level of a relationship, especially that inverse. The, the stone slab here is the Plymouth Rock, that of a, having a form of faith in this other person up to the point that they might grow old, but it doesn't make the love ever grow old. Thank you. I appreciate that. Beautiful comment. Yeah. And Dave. Well, I thanks. I uh, I kind of agree with uh, what everybody said about this so far. Um, being a soldier myself, I, uh, I I it when you're in the military, it sort of rearranges your thinking processes, and and you uh, kind of grow up a little bit. I think a lot of young men should do a couple of years in the service. I know when you get out, you you seem like you've, uh, I know when I got out, I thought to myself, Jesus, I didn't know what the hell I was thinking back before I came (laughs) in. And now, now it helps a little bit, you know, and, and it sort of, it sort of sounds like, uh, uh, Jay's, uh, service to the country, uh, has rearranged this uh, thinking about, life and and women and and just the whole whole experience of being alive on the planet you know um and and i admire him for putting it this way and uh it's uh it's something that a a lot of people will never never understand because they they will never be in the service they'll never have be drafted Uh, and i think that's a shame because it you know, you it gives you a better understanding and a better appreciation of your fellow man. And we are a brother's keeper. You know, we are supposed to look out for each other. And um, if you don't believe that, then, um, you know, I feel sorry for you. But um, I think this is, uh, uh, you know, really well presented and, and really well organized. And I think you did a hell of a job on it, Jay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Who else is here, Jay? I'm sorry. I wasn't sure who left. I can't see the studio. You can't remember Big Bird? Oh, my goodness. Big Bird. I'm going to Big B left. I have to. Is he going to read You have to run. Oh, Come on, Big Bird, so I can B. run. I can I Big B. The multifaceted layers of the man we know is Jay C, but I've had a lot of uh, conversations recently about a number of things and whenever we speak about JC the one thing we really speak about is just how much love JC had not just for poetry but verbally that he embraces and brings into this world and obviously in poetry shows that he now also this poem is a is, is, is clear an indication of the depth of the man's love that I think I've ever heard from him um, and I am wowed by the depth of the love that he exudes in these words. Be it to a woman, be it to America, be it to humanity as a, as a race, as, a, as, a, as a, an energy and entity on this planet. This is, um, again, just a beautiful piece of poetry. You know, really, really great guy, JC. And uh, keep loving us all, man, because we love you back, bro. <laughs> all right, brother. Thank you. Jay, um, this is. I mean, this is probably one of your best. This is like, you know, 
I mean, this is so much conviction in these words. Um, never could someone doubt your love. I mean, that's incredible. And to stick by somebody through thick and thin and, and up and down, everything they've been through, and you're still standing there. And it's true, you're one of the most loyal, big-hearted people that I know. You've never let me down. You've always had my back. You've always been at my side since day one. For that, I appreciate you so much. And um, no, not many people can say that. Uh, I have the breath. I will assure you, you have the beauty you deserve. If I walk away, I'll still walk beside. Well, I mean, that's deep. That's gorgeous. And this made me cry. So you nailed it. Beautiful. Hmm. Thank you. I kind of heard you tearing up there a little bit. Uh <laughs> And thank you, thank you, everybody. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Marius, out on the board. What's the song um, there, Jay? What's the song at the bottom? Uh, what song did I put on there? Hold on. Now, now you got me wondering myself. Um, that song on the bottom is. Oh, that's uh, uh, uh Lana Del Rey. Uh, oh yeah, that's I think I think it's uh, "Will Video? You Still Love Me" is one of the songs. Yeah. Oh, okay. But that's the contest. Will you still love me? Uh, so, yeah, it's it's. I smell gold there. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but uh, let me let me let me go like this. Um, we're gonna put Rob's poem on next. Then we'll put uh, Verge's poem and. Then we'll go do a little bit further more after that. So here's Rob's. I'm so sorry, Hector Long. Seeds grow more of the same fruits, philanthro capitalism. Sloped on slippery Swiss stages, snowing ice cold tycoons, and sunglass wearing crooners who proclaim to chop the vaults at the waist. Now plum and mushroom munching giants take their place, with their faces hidden behind gates, under dirty umbrellas, covering canals, funneling sneaky sips of cocktails under Dolce and Gabbana cocktails in the shady Panamanian sun. Basements packed and racked with stacks and expired African food stamps where the Tetris lights of shifty shifting rocket monopoly ball pieces up into lofts built in outer space as a racket dodgeball and double triple sixes when the gold ones first place in the race legend magicians and novel noble politicians draw lines through the streets hiding Caesar in mad soppats and draining the lake where firemen drown with ten circus city clowns tisk tisk zipped up lips the label sticks just another tinfoil trick <laughs> All right, and I, I, I want to read what what um, what I um, what I uh, said to him in the comments because it, it is a very fascinating right on how societies are built in order to tr- you know and the foundations they're built on because uh, many of these foundations are flimsy and they crumble and they're not built on what's supposed to be built on. Um, you, you know, I'm, I'm, I take a look at the metaphors that he talks about, and he, he actually talks about quite, quite 
fascinating, the monsters of society, the monsters of, of, uh, of I think it goes deeper than capitalism. It goes, it goes to, um, to, uh, um, oh gosh, what was it, what was it called? Uh, an almost an oligarchy, uh, where only, where they don't have that many people ruling, but only a small, small, uh, group rule. And those are the true monsters in uh, society. Um, you know, it, it, it's always the common person who gives their best, but, uh, with those who have greed and want everything in their heart, even the kindness of the of the common person may not be enough. And uh, I I believe that is what he was going for here. And uh, it is a very powerful message. Uh, Raz, why don't you start us off on this one? Yeah, Rob Cohen is definitely one of the best uh, poets I've seen on this site. His uh, use of language is thorough, provocative, mm-hmm. and he has a great sense of how he's conveying abstraction in a, a postmodern world. And here I think his wordplay outstands not so much uh, proving that these uh, magicians are of no usual social relevancy, but in the end, don't we uh, play that trick on ourselves that we want to believe in magic? Great comment. And Dave, what did you think? Um, I missed that poem. Uh, I was up tending to my dog. He was raising hell with me. Um, And I also have to leave right now, uh, Jay. So, I'm going to tell everybody All right, good night, and I I enjoyed myself, so thank you. Glad to have you here, brother. You take care. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, Verge, it's on you, my friend. Yes, this, much like the poem last week, I'm beginning to gauge now much more where his mindset is with regards to society and the world. And he seems to think in a similar way to the way that I do. And I think quite a few of the guys may have also maybe been on the show recently. There's a there's a, an apathy in the world, there's a pain in the world, there's a a, a, a level of just so much untruth that as Raz rightly stated, there's an abstractness in the way Rob reflects on these things, but these are very real things. And I think that, as ever, it's a poem that, that, that demands much thought to construct, but once you, once you're on the receiving end as, as the reader or the listener, there's much that you have to also think about. And I appreciate anybody who writes poetry that makes people think about the world we're living in and the issues that we face and provides us with information that makes us think more about what we need to change. And I think that this poem does that admirably, as I say, in an abstract way, but it does do it nonetheless. Interesting why Rob, and again, I uh, certainly appreciate the styling and the message that you're saying. Boo, you get the you get the last say on this. 
Heed these words and you will learn how to cherish your art. It can help you breathe just like your heart or can tear you apart. <laughs> like I said in this piece, right? <laughs> At the very start. Too many now abuse the arts for loot, a fancy car or designer suit or just to prove that they're better than you. Well, whilst they lie, stick to my guide and you will find that you'll dent their pride because it's the truth from which they hide. They'll try to deny it till the day they die. But one day they'll find the way to the light. <laughs> the light that shines on those inclined to stay true to the finish from the very start to this beautiful thing that we call art. Holla! <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's so cool. That is so amazing. Um, the one thing I really, really like about this is it tells the truth. You know, there's there's so many people that just because the, they uh, they have what they uh, they bought their education or or they went ahead and said that you know we went to this school or we went to that school and that makes us experts and so much better than you and you know what you 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 guys aren't even aren't even real poets how about how about that you guys you guys aren't poets you, you guys. You guys are just, you, you know, you can't be part of this crew because you never went to school. You never studied it. You know, you, you aren't part, you know, you don't write in um, in absolute free verse. I think me and you, Averge, had, had this conversation about uh, about how some of these, uh, some, some of the art forms are just being hijacked by a bunch of nonsensical, um, <laughs> nonsensical words and nonsensical ideas and and, uh, you know, and uh, the thing about it is if we don't have the substance, what good is the art form to begin with, you know? Um, there's groups that I could be in in my life that I would never want to be in because they are so highbrow and so into themselves. I'd rather be with the common people. I'd rather be with the people that have a heart that actually have caring uh, people like you guys. So... There you go. That's my take on this amazing job, Verge. Thank you, Bob. Uh, Raz, Raz, what do you think? Yeah, I see this to be a uh, free verse at its uh, ultimate best. The subject matter here is art. Uh, this person tore it down inch by inch. How you have it uh, first brought to you in on a cultural level through propaganda. And then up to the point that you reach the very essential part of art, is it all that more necessary than what you have of its fabrication? Or is it really just so much as he ends this verse on uh, thinking too much about yourself in the first place, why you did not separate? yourself from the artwork if it's uh, really a beautiful thing or it's not a necessity for us to breathe but uh, what uh, we uh, think of the interpretation part uh, of what there is with that art form and medium great point there uh, boo what, what do you think of this yeah. Oh my gosh. I, 
I thought this was amazing. I mean, I love the way that you read it and, and what you call and fun, but more than that, what you say and actually like have the balls to say and believe in it. Where do you some big small cat? I love it. Your your exclamation. Um, and you know this happens every day. This reminds me a lot of the casting couch and how low people sell themselves to get that. How they degrade themselves to to fit in and to be what they think is right or beautiful, and um, I just think this is amazing. Remember, in the end, she out same thing like the haters on here talk about. You know, um, just you know, ignore them. They have to pull themselves, other people down to pull themselves up, and we don't need to worry about that. Uh, we're not about that here. So I think this is so great. I love your message. I love your style. I don't know what's up with your phone, Boo. I'm getting feedback from you. Yeah, I was. Yeah, oh, sorry, Verge. Sorry, Verge. No, 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 that's okay. No, that's okay. I get, you know I'm in there as well, so I can undo. Yeah, no. Did you hear me, Verge? I, I didn't catch a lot of the comments, to be honest, Boo. It was very work cracking and coming okay, in. Okay, I'll out stand there. still. Is this better? Is it better <laughs> like this? Yes. It is yeah, it's a lot better. Okay. All right. I was going to say, this reminds me of the, like, the casting couch, how everybody wants their 15 minutes of fame, how they sell out for just a piece. And like Dave was saying before, some people here, they have to pull you down so they can pull themselves up. And that's bullshit, too. You have the balls to say it, and you stick by it. Not only that, you have your own style. I love how you do the exclamation points, some caps, some small, some big. I mean, you can't. You wouldn't make mistake your work anywhere. And um, I like, uh, where's the one I just said? They're talentless. No fakeness, lies, or fabrication. Creation designed through reflection. This reminds me of what you said yesterday. Don't fake the funk. There's a lot of those out here, too. And it's sharp. It's witty. It's all you. I love your voice. I love the inflection in your voice. I love the way you read it. Um, if I was a record producer, I would sign you long ago, my friend. Thank you, Boo. Thank you as well, JC, for your kind comments as well. Um, yeah, just, just to really kind of give a little more background, um, it, it, it's a very tough road that those of us who speak that raw truth walk in this artistic business. And it is a business that's not to make any mistake or bones about that. Um, so what I'm talking about really is the main bulk of the moment is exactly what the same Buddha. There seems to be this need, maybe it's just the way that these guys who run the business are, that they demand you bow down. It's like you have to compromise your artistic integrity to get those writing to be part of the, the famous club. And, I, you know, I want that. I, I do want my piece of that devil's fire, but the, the older I get, and the more I look at the artistic business, it's like, God, it's, it's such a corrupt and warped field of earning money. And I'll leave it with this comment. I did a performance in London just before I left. And one of the guys that was at the performance came to my house after and he was being so pleasant. You can't worry about the business of art because you're dealing in a very pure form of it, he says to me. 
and he's saying his final words were, remember, the moment that money gets involved in your art, your art becomes tainted. And I'll leave it with that for you to think of. All right. Um, Boo. Boo, uh, can you read the next poem for us? Yes. All right, we've got a poem from Tila. Tila, okay. I'm bookmarking verse. Let me get over there. Okay. All right. Oops, wrong. Where am I? Oh, my God, I'm sorry. I'm in the wrong spot. Okay, I'm going to put that in. Okay, here we go. Tila. Fascination by her coiled world. A beauty of this beautiful yellow sunflower is so beautifully drawn, but have we wonder how its part grow down under us, or human parts too, take animals or trees too. Strings of strings coiled and twisted are all down underneath. Not one coiled, you will see trillions and trillions. It's amazing to wonder how Mother Earth does her job. It's like us. We all look from outside with our face, hands, feet, and our whole body all normal, but inside our body we too have millions of tiny coiled veins which does our job to keep us healthy and active with hemoglobin and many various enzymes doing its job. Each human, animals, plants, we have millions of individual strings, veins all coiled with its fascinating way of survival. Beautiful flowers grow with its fascination, colors, greens and various colors, brown, yellow, just to showcase each flower only for a week. So many preparations to take its place. How did the seeds get there? Is it starting to germinate? I think this is. Need proper nutrition, water, sunlight, and air. Coils of green stems comes out. Each leaf shoots out. A small bud forms with its closed case quietly. Each individual petal starts to show up finally. You see a beautiful flower pops out with various colors, each so beautiful. And poem. I, I used to live in Augusta, Georgia, and in Augusta, Georgia, there's two there's two seasons. One season is the Masters golf tournament, and the rest of the rest of the year they're getting ready for the Masters golf tournament. That's 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 a true story. But what's amazing about the Masters is they time they time the um, the tournament so that the flowers are blooming, so that the flowers are blooming exactly when the golf tournament is going on. And that's kind of what what I see in this piece, is there's a growth there. It's like, is this growth going to be in the perfect timing? Is it going to be here or there? I I look at that, uh, the the flowers blooming in there um, just only for a week. So I, I think I think that's pretty amazing uh, the way she puts it there. Um, I'm going to start with Verge. Verge, what do you think of that? Yeah, I, funny you mentioned the masters of all things, JC, um, and, and the fact that they they time it for the blooming of the flowers because it's always such a beautiful, um, beautifully manicured golf course. I'm a big fan of golf. It's maybe surprised you um, I played, I used to play a lot. Um, but what I really got from this piece initially was the connection and the, the intertwining of human, of the human form with that of, of, 
or flower or the nature. And, I, and I'm a big fan of like nature shows. I, I watch a lot of that stuff. And it's so nice for me to see that other people connect the dots, as it were, and recognize that, hey, all the ecology, the whole thing of, 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 of life, we're all intertwined. Every, every facet of what's on this planet is, is, is intertwined. And this poem really brought that to life to me. I thought it was really beautiful. It, well, the, the one thing I would say as well is that I remember a visit when I went to Maui and I went to Haleakala, which is like the spot where you can see the sunlight um, in the dawn of the volcano. And when, after sort of 5.30 a.m. when the water sun came up, you walked out onto this volcanic sort of rock and you saw there, was, there were these plants, these little plants, these little flowers that were growing at 10,000 feet in the air. And it was just so stunning to see that even in a place like that, flowers bloom. And to, not to, to find a point with this poem, this is a poem that blooms as well. Really good job, really enjoyed the life. And um, yeah, more, pro, more power to you, Tina. Really beautiful. Great picture as well. And uh, Boo, what do you think? Well, yeah, I mean, like I think the metaphor for the flower and for ourselves, for growth, and how you know you might see what you think you see on the inside, on the outside, and then there's somebody different on the inside. You just let them grow and feed them with um, nourish them and everything. Um, that you will grow, and I think that's what she's saying, and uh, beautifully said to the picture. Excellent, excellent comment. Well, let me um, read uh, Patrick's next, and uh, let me let me let me find it. I know he put it in here. We only got two left, right, Jay? Uh, there's there's more than I thought, Boo. So yeah, I think we're gonna. Yeah, but we're gonna. Over I need to go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, exactly. We'll carry the rest. Three hours. Yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna read. Yeah, I'm gonna read Patrick's, and then we'll be done because he has been listening on on online. So, uh, the rest of the poems, I want to let everybody know, we are going to push over to our house on Wednesday at noon. I want to thank uh, Chris Selva, Dave Rez, Wayne Rose, Verge, Blue, Azakel, all for calling. I want to thank Tila, Marius, uh, Patrick, Irish, uh, Hippie, Angel, Linda, Flip, all for being out on the board. And this will be our last poem of the night. Then we'll play a song and we'll get out of here. So this is called Mannequins by P.M. Murphy. And it goes like this. I'm in a world dressed in deep shades. While my visions dim, they smile of a peculiar arc where, where it's getting closer to the new year. And all my gifts are pretend to be secret Santas. I'm not as frail as pain. I don't just leave after you get back on your feet. I'm here till the shadows aren't just black. I'm here so the void doesn't feel so empty, where my arms are here to crutch you so you don't fall into the dark like just another forgotten puppet with cut string.
that will help you understand how getting back up is potent. How you can tap into it like reading a manual where the introduction is sobriety and you're forever left to gaze, staring into the forgiving light. End poem. Oh, you go, boy. <laughs> yeah, I like this. I like this. I, I, I was like, Patrick, like, like Boo says, Patrick is one of the most underrated poets on the site. He is an excellent Agreed. poet. He, he brings some amazing, amazing words to his his uh, his poems, and they're deep. Every single one of them is so deep. And this one just speaks to me as someone who's willing to be there for another person and willing to be that, that person no matter what. I, I, I see that. Um, I, I love that. Uh, I, I'm hey, here Jay, so the void hey, doesn't hey, feel so empty. Your emergency contact. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's oh, stop that, boo. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a trip. Okay, yeah, but I. Uh, so you don't fall into the dark just like another forgotten puppet with a cut string. How many people just get so tied up into what they what they think they want and what you know what happens and everything like that, and then all of a sudden those strings get cut and they just fall, 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 and they don't have anybody there that's going to pick them, that, that's going to uh, catch them, that's going to help them when that falling happens. I think that we all need someone like that. We all need that person that that's going to be there because we we often like i said we often do the same things over and over again expecting them to be different but they never seem to change so i think that this is a very powerful piece um boo you want you want to say something on this agreed patrick's poems are always good always thought provoking and and he seems to write them like short and quick kind of like just a you know, kick in the stomach like they come, he comes, he goes, he leaves, and, and he leaves you with something to remember, and that's what he's doing here. He could be my emergency contact, you know, because that's the compliment. You know, there's not many people you could really that will come pick you up at four in the morning when your car is broken down. You know what I mean? And uh, he's talking about faith, undying, and devotion, and, and friendship and faithfulness here, and, and a lot of people don't even know what that means anymore. They have no commitment, no follow through. Um, they don't believe in shit. So uh, I think this says a lot about himself. And I great poem, Patrick. I like your poetry. And uh, Verge. Yes, Patrick, yes. Very, very positive, very uplifting. The line either stands out to me, I'll help you understand how getting back up is potent. That line, I am a man who, you know, currently is going through a bit more than that, and, and it is hard, and, and you do feel sometimes like, Charles, the point, you know, but reading or hearing words like this are very inspiring, very inspirational, and very motivating. Um, so I would say thank you to Patrick for this. This is a very uplifting and a positive way to not only um, end the show, but to, to inspire people to keep on trying away, keep trying, keep believing, 
And maybe not hoping, but definitely keep doing what makes what you believe you should be doing. You know, it, as I say, it doesn't always have to say this to a lot of people recently. There's not always even coming in alive. Sometimes that stuff that you, you were hoping to mm-hmm. get in your life comes long you gone. So don't ever underestimate the power of what you do. That's what I take from this part. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. It the, the, the theme tonight, it seems to be standing up and, 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 and supporting each other and not pulling each other down. Everybody seems to be on the same wavelength there, so we all have the same experience. So that says a lot of, I think, what people are experiencing. And not that COVID helps it really being stuck inside, but we all seem to be on the same wavelength, like just love and be loved. I think in spite of, um, you know, in spite of COVID, we as a group have stood together internationally, reached around the world, yes. and have continued yes. to be here over and over again for every yes. single one of our We're members and for up. everybody who has been here and not pulling each other down. Yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I can Absolutely, and I want to I want to tell those people out there that uh, that are the ones that uh, that push people around, that uh, kind of snob them out and everything like that. Bullies, stop bullying. We're all we all bleed the same, folks. We're all part of the same uh, house. We all live in the same planet. Stop trying to hoard it yeah. like you're the only people that are in this world. Because bottom line yeah. is we all share the same place, well, and you're just cup. you're just as welcome into our house mm-hmm. as and, anybody and think, else. And I think people, you know, I'm as guilty as anybody to do that. But we all have to realize that as much as we think and we believe there's one truth, for most people in the world, their truth is different. And we have to learn to agree to disagree with that stuff and still find love. That is a very, very important part. And COVID is trying its best to stop people doing that. And we need to to fight that urge and be like, okay, I get that you think about this differently. I don't agree. But hey, that doesn't mean that we can't still find other places to, to, to unify and to and to find a way to move forward together rather than separately. Agreed. Agreed, right? That's a good way to say it, Merge. You go, boy. Agreed. Yeah. And you know, it's not funny. It's nothing nice to say. You don't got to say anything. You know what I mean? Just yeah. move on. Keep moving. Yeah. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Yeah, absolutely. Jay? All right. Amen, my And with that, with that, we are going to call it a night, folks. And I am going to play... What we played coming in, because Boo is so smooth. There we go. And <laughs> I want to thank everybody once again around the world uh, for joining us tonight. We love you all. So here we go.
Just forget about All right. With that, uh, that ends our show. And want to thank everybody once again. This is JCA signing off. Have a good evening wherever you are.